0: sports professor Rick Haro, and we are on the record every week this podcast will take you inside the 1.3 trillion dollar business of sports the top deal making issues the top tech issues and the top social responsibility issues plus a blockbuster interview with someone who you might not have heard from in the world of sports but having a profound effect on its impact let's get started Sports Professor Rick Harrell and other 1.3 trillion dollar business sports special international edition of On The Record. Halfway between Orkney Island and Shetland Island, Scotland, Scotland, then Norway, to see the culture to deal with the sports. Sports on Orkney Island, obviously big time Wimbledon, big time British Open, but also their football club, very successful at their level as is rugby, as is netball. Souvenirs abound. Television and revenue don't necessarily. But as this happens, internationally, very significant deal-making week, all-star game, UFC, NFL near the Hall of Fame. That's why Curtis Martin will be our interview in a few minutes and deal making issues three to one. Three. The bottom line is the Canadian betting and the First Nations are included in the overall territorial slash national opportunities for Canadian betting. A lot of people are talking about how the provinces like Ontario generating significant dollars but any national legislation will now treat the Indian, the First Nations is called as equal partners to generate significant revenue. Two. The Chicago street race held 10 days ago, an unmitigated success. Shane Van Gisbergen, a New Zealander, winning an international flavor again. But from a television perspective, the most watched NASCAR race in six years. Was it it worth it closing the streets and looking at downtown Chicago as part of this deal? You bet. One. Genius sports and the NFL are doing it again. The international implications are that Genius has cut deals with a lot of leagues to be the official bet data partner, and that's exactly what they're doing with the NFL to generate excitement, data, and interest yet again for a number of years. Obviously, gaming and all of the ancillary industries is here to stay. Speaking of the NFL, we're getting fairly close to the Hall of Fame game and the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Who will it be this year? Well clearly someone who deserved it when he got in and has done a tremendous amount philanthropically with the New York Jets, with the New England Patriots and others, Curtis Martin. Building fields at his home in Pittsburgh where he grew up and become a major force in the business world of raising money and generating excitement for projects. We've talked to Curtis Martin before, we ran him right before the Super Bowl Given what he says and what he stands for, we ought to take a listen to him again, Curtis Martin. Describe what it was like growing up in that neighborhood and, uh, and uh, you know, being Curtis Martin growing up in Homewood.
1: Well, um, look, I, I don't think my experience was any different than anyone else growing up there. Uh, I, I think we've all had to deal with a certain amount of violence that yeah. uh, is somewhat known uh, in that area. Uh, just to give a little mm-hmm. background, uh, my grandmother, who was like my mother, who lived in that area, we found her murdered uh, with a knife in her chest and eyes wide open and a broken neck and everything. When you were how old? Nine years old. Uh, since then, I probably had uh, 35 to 40 friends or family members that have not just died but have been murdered. Um, last year, I was there and I was visiting this house. Uh, of a family that I used to stay at a lot when I was younger and I decided that since I had my three and five-year-old girls with me and my wife that I would take them by the field to show them where daddy used to play Mm -hmm. football when he was younger. Uh, We rode up there, I ended up getting out of the car, shaking some hands, uh, signed a couple of autographs, had good conversation with a few people, stayed for maybe 10-15 minutes. When I left I got a text that said a little girl had just got shot in the head and shot in the foot and the one thing that struck me was that it's been like this since I was a kid and which is almost four decades ago and I just wanted to start the process of bringing some type of safety to that environment so that kids could go out there and play a game of football and not have to worry about returning home safe. Well, and your mom had a lot to do with where you are today, clearly. She
0: encouraged you to play football, even though you may not have been that excited about playing football early on. Tell that story.
1: Well, I I didn't want to play football. (laughs) Um, The head coach, who was also the gym teacher at the school I went to, Taylor Auderdyce, had asked me to play every year. And I told him, no, I just don't. I don't feel like rolling around in the dirt with other men. You know, that was my Ah, comment about football. Uh, Well, at the same time, my childhood best friend, someone mistaken identity, jumped out of a car with a shotgun and shot him in his chest. And he ran about 50 yards and collapsed and died. My mother came to me and said, listen, I'm just grateful that you're alive. You know, my mother's been killed. My sister's been killed. My brother uh, is in jail. If something happens to you, they might as well kill me also. That was her remarks, and she said, "I want you to do anything after school, just so that you're not in the neighborhood, hanging out in the neighborhood." Football was just the thing that came most natural, so I reluctantly did it. Go to Pitt, injured a lot, yes. still one
0: of nine running backs drafted, eight before you, as I think I understand. Nine the story. before me. I nine before tenth. you. Oh, yes. sorry, or yes. ten. Yes. And so you made the decision to leave, obviously, before that, college. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Bill Parcells said some interesting things to you as well. So tell that story.
1: Well, from what I understand, the story goes that I was injured so much during my collegiate career that it was highly unlikely that I would ever even play in the NFL. If I did make it to the NFL, the chances of me surviving there were slim to none. Well, I think a large part of that was because I didn't take football serious. So it wasn't until my junior year, I believe, that I started really lifting weights. I mean, I was a knucklehead in college, I'll be very honest. And so um, once I got drafted, I remember telling my family members and everyone who was there um, that I didn't want to play football. And one guy said to me, he said, well, Curtis, maybe football is just a vehicle that's going to help you to do all the good that you want to do in your community and you know in the country and around the world possibly. So maybe football is just that vehicle and it was from that moment on that football took on a different purpose and it gave me that motivation to work hard, to lift weights, to do everything that I needed to do to be successful in the field.
0: You also realize that your uh, admonition against rolling around with other guys in the dirt is only Mm -hmm. relevant if they could catch you.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know one of, one of the things that I realized is that I always had an ability to uh, escape with my feet. You know, yeah. now in the hood, I was escaping from different things, which made football seem kind of easy for me. And, and uh, you know, again, if you would take the purpose that football served for me, I think I would have walked away from the game that very moment. So because it didn't the, the, the fame, the fortune and all that, it, it didn't mean enough for me for me to put my all into the game.
0: But as a platform it meant a lot to put your all in. Yes. So now you take your platform to New England and you do what you need to do which is star but you're known as someone with the Patriots who would do anything to empower kids and to do the right thing. Story is that you would show up at kids birthday parties and on and on. Why was that so important to you? You had to um, excel as a professional but you also had to
1: give back. Was there a balance? Um, Yes, I I definitely think there's a balance because you can't do everything that someone requests for you to do. But for me, I try to treat every fan, every person that I interact with as though they're the only person that matters for that moment. And a little boy came up to me after one of the practices my rookie year, and he said, hey, Curtis Martin, can you sign this? And I signed it. He said, by the way, I have an invitation to my birthday party that's next week or so, and I'd love for you to come, and I want to invite you, and he gives me the invitation and I looked at him and I said well you know what buddy if I can make it I'll be there and uh, the week came around and I was just like you know what I'm actually free and I gave that little guy my word so let me go and I went and it was just a big blast for them
0: you've actually over the last hour or two actually really even been nice to me which I find hard to believe <laughs> and it may be an incredible lapse of judgment but that's that's your call
1: well, well you, you know uh, I'm just trying to take it easy on you for right now. (laughs) (laughs) There it is, ladies and gentlemen. But it's early in
0: our relationship. I can guarantee you that. So here's the question. 14,101 rushing yards, 3329 receiving yards, five Pro Bowls, and obviously the Hall of Fame in 2012. But the Bart Starr Man of the Year and the Ed Block Courage Award in 2001. Those latter awards probably mean uh, as much, if not more, to you than the numbers.
1: Yes, yes. Um, I'll I'll tell you this. What they all mean to me, including the Hall of Fame, including going to the Super Bowl, all of those things, what they all mean to me is that doing what I really enjoy enjoy doing what really makes my heart sing is impacting people's lives in a positive way so for me every yard that i gained every touchdown i scored that just opened up another door for me to reach another person and so for me all of that stuff is i won't say proof because i already know it but it shows how adamant i was about using football as a vehicle to serve what i believe is a bigger purpose
0: so let's talk about those platforms curtis martin job foundation talk about it
1: The Joe Foundation, um, it was formed because I grew up with a single parent mother who struggled to just keep clothes on my back and food on the table. Uh, You know, I tell a story about when I was seven years old, you know, I had six and seven years old, I had to stay in the house by myself till 9 or 10 o'clock at night because we couldn't afford a babysitter. And so what I started doing was I would come home from school and on my way home I would carry groceries or I would knock on someone's door and ask could I shovel their snow or rake their leaves. And by the time I got home, I had, you know, three or four dollars and I would use that to pay my babysitter. And um, so I wanted to start something that could help single parent mothers. And that was how the Job Foundation started. Job Foundation, really important,
0: continuing and ongoing. core, talk about that.
1: Surgicor is another group that was supported by Joe Foundation. And what they do is they go to third world countries and they do surgeries Mm -hmm. for free. I mean, they'll stay there for two days and do, you know, 60 some surgeries and maybe even more. But some of the photos and some of the lives that are being changed through Surgicor is just amazing. I actually even, you know, I had partnered with Mayor Bloomberg in 2006 uh, for homelessness in New York City. uh, so we, we do a, a variety of things. I've funded my foundation by myself. Every check that I've ever received from the time I was a rookie, I put 12 to 15% into this foundation. Now I do 20 to 25%. My goal is to live off of half of what I make and give the other half to charity. You're
0: 45 right now. What are you doing with the final two-thirds of your life?
1: Uh, more of what i 've been doing uh, I, you know i 'm doing really well i 'm one of the fortunate ones who was able to retire and have a great post business career and so, as I said now, my goal in life is to i 'll spend the rest of my life trying to serve people and help people uh, in any way that i can and i I think being able to use My influence, my resources, my relationships, as well as the finances that I've been able to, uh, you know, gain over a number of years. Um, These are all the different components you need to help impact lives, and I'll do that for the rest of my life.
0: And you're watching football on a regular basis, I'm sure. You have access to all the NFL guys, owners, and others. Uh, Give me your top-line perspective. Is football, is the NFL moving in the right direction? If you had a magic wand, what would you change? Would you kind of be happy with where we are, or uh, would you inspire some changes in certain areas?
1: Well, the one area, um, I think the NFL has done great as a business. Uh, The one area that I would like to see some improvement on is the uh, relationships between the union and the league, the players and the owners, however you phrase it, but that relationship, because in the future, I believe that there needs to be a partnership. And without a partnership, you know, it concerns me about the direction of the game, because I think we all need to work together to utilize this stage that we all have to do a whole lot of good. And I don't want us to diminish all that we can through do through the game of football I think the football has been good to all of us who have played the game and I think we've been good to the game Uh, but I think there needs to be a collective effort going forward to really make a difference in the world and football is the stage that can do that
0: and then finally related to that you've said a few times that football has in large part saved your life what is it about the power of sports that would and will inspire people to do great by doing good?
1: Yeah, Uh, well, again, I think the power of sports is that people love sports, and the NFL is the most watched sport in the world other than worldwide soccer, you know? Um, And so, you know, I've spoken to a lot of the guys. I mean, I've spoken to Roger Goodell, and I know that he really wants to do a lot in communities. I know that they really wanna use football as a vehicle also. Um, And I really just want to see this continue to grow and and the reason why I think the partnership is important is because I think that's the only way that it will grow and that the efforts will grow. I I think that football can be more than just a huge stage. I think football can be an element of change, uh, not just in communities, but in the lives of the players. I know for me, football was almost like a second parent. It taught me a lot of things that my parents couldn't teach me or didn't even know to teach me. It taught me how to be disciplined. It taught me how to work hard. It taught me how to stay focused. It taught me how to care about my teammates and care about others. There are a lot of life lessons that are very valuable to every man that steps out on that field. And I believe that the NFL, like I say, it goes beyond the stage that it is, and it's the impact that it can have on the individuals, and hopefully that impact can be expressed uh, in the community and in the country. Well, Curtis Martin
0: obviously gives us some tremendous perspective when you take a look at what he does and, and what he stands for and who he listens to. Very important in the history of the NFL and very important in the future. Let's look at the Sports Gaming Minute. The UFC, again internationally, cuts a deal for the third year in a row with Bet365 to be the official betting partner in the UK, Ireland, up here, Scotland, Wales, all of the UK, Northern Ireland, obviously a big deal. UFC here to stay, but as important, Bet365, one of the major companies, the rotation continues with some of the major companies cutting exclusive deals and then the next set of companies cutting other kind of deals going forward. That's your Sports Gaming Minute, and then your Sports Tech Minute seems to be as important as it ever has been before. Because when you think about some of the stuff that's happening, the bottom line is that the technological perspective on gaming work reaches around the globe. The year-over-year return seems to increase beyond 30% something that was said to be totally unheard of around the world and as you continue to travel to far-off places, the UK, it's hard to remember that this is actually Great Britain, doesn't feel like it, doesn't look like it, but the revenues continue to be generated, more important than ever before, your Sports Tech Minute. Then finally concluding for us is good sports, the good sports issues we always talk about. Olympique de Marseille extends its sponsorship with CMA, G, CGM for another series of sponsorship deals that include philanthropy, La Liga continues to move forward for additional revenue in the esports space, and will sign a long-term contract and has already done it. In fact, Mbappe not so happy. PSG talking about the dysfunctional nature of that team. We'll see where he ends up. The world holding its breath, and then finally. The Women's World Cup, a big deal abroad, New Zealand and Australia, it happens in a couple of weeks. But Cindy Parlow, the head of the Women's uh, uh, World Cup uh, or Women's uh, National Team uh, organization uh, from the U.S. perspective, says it's bigger than ever before. Even after Megan Rapino retires, the world of the World Cup, when you're here uh, in, uh, in Britain, there is a seismic shift between the men's game and the women's game. Ironically, in the United States, with equal prize money and somewhat equal viewership and the success, it's a lot more of a level playing field. But that's not the point. It's growing internationally all over the world. That's On The Record today, Special International Edition. I'd like to thank Curtis Martin for giving us some perspective. I'd like to thank Nick Nielsen for helping us put together the show. Like to thank you all for listening and watching. Join us next time when we continue to go on the record.